1: show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What's going on today? Brought to you by our friends at The Store, Grab and Go Meals, hundreds of local products and locally owned The Store with two locations, 6200 South and 2050 East, or at the Gateway Mall in downtown Salt Lake. Gordon, you ready? Yes, I am. Big story breaking last night. Sampson Nakua, Puka Nakua, both transferring uh, to BYU. From, uh, from Utah and Washington, respectively. Shout out to our boy, Jake Hatch, who couldn't officially report this story, but he was the first I saw with it, hinting yeah. that it was a strong probability. So got to give our boy credit and his uh, Locked On Cougars podcast. Way to go, Hatch. And uh, Hatch also lined up Puka Nakua for the morning show this morning, and uh, he mm, talked about why he made the decision that he did. When does it occur to you? Maybe I would like to go to the Y. What triggers
2: that? Why do you start thinking that? When do you start thinking that? And where do things go?
3: Um, honestly, just with the year that it's been, with the COVID season and stuff, uh, it was nice. It was nice to be home for the time that it was, and then coming back out with our season and stuff, and then with each conference having its own kind of rules and stuff, it was, it was weird to watch some teams play a, a bunch of games and then us not a good slot. And then obviously watching BYU play, I mean, Zach Wilson was my 7-on-7 seven seven quarterback. And I know, I mean, growing up in Provo, I know a good amount of guys on the team. So seeing like the hometown succeed, it, it, was, it was nice for kids to, for people to hear about Provo and stuff like that. So it was, it was definitely exciting to see them ball. But uh, some family issues, Always, always want to be close to mama and grandma. So, uh, being home is there's nothing like it for sure. But it's watching the season that the Cougs had last year it definitely made my interest spark more and more. <laughs>
4: Uh, Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. We saw Dax Mill go for over 1,000 yards and just now he's going to enter the draft. And he's a former walk-on. I don't know if you knew him. I know he's uh, buddies with Fajoko, and they're working out here getting ready for the draft. When you saw that, how much did that play into your factor to uh, want to come to BYU?
3: That was pretty pretty big, too. I know Dax, uh, we played against each other in high school, too, when he was at Bingham. uh, But... It was it was pretty cool to see his success story and his grind and be able to watch him succeed and then just another it's just it was light it was light at the tone knowing that it's, it's possible to be done and I would, like there the future is bright for the Cougs and they're getting ready to throw the ball.
2: <laughs> yeah. So. I'm curious. Did you tell Samson, "Hey, I'm thinking about this. How about you do it too?" Or was he the one who said, "Hey, I'm thinking about this. Why don't you do it?" It seems unlikely to me that you both came to this conclusion independently and were surprised to find the other guy showing up.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, we did. It wasn't the plan when uh, he got in the portal, but it, as things kind of slowly progressed and. It kind of it seemed like the opportunity presented itself for us to play together, which I I avoided in high school by going to Orem, so I, I couldn't miss out on this chance again to play with them. It. It was definitely a once in a lifetime opportunity, and I knew Mama would be happy to wear the same jersey for once.
4: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, how much do you know, Aaron Roderick? He's going to be calling the plays, obviously for BYU. Um, a little bit. Sam.
3: Sam was the Sam was the plug for that one. He, uh, Coach Rodrick was there when Sam was at Utah, and he built yeah. a good relationship and really liked him. So, Sam. Sam was that one, and I know Coach uh, Fessy. He was there recruiting me uh, in high school, and I mean, I was in their backyard pretty much, so I, I was around a lot. So, I'm excited to be home and kind of get back into a groove. <laughs> You know, we have
2: talked a lot about the number of high-level Utah high school uh, players who have left the state, and whether it's Oregon or Washington or USC or Stanford, in some cases Alabama and LSU, you were one of the guys who felt the pull to go out of state and, and, and prove yourself and show what you can do. What, what is that? Uh, you've kind of gone into why it's not so important to you so much anymore, but, but what is it that 17- and 18-year-olds want to do that?
3: Um, I think for me growing, uh, like living in Vegas and then growing up in Utah is I'd seen a different lifestyle and I, th- I felt like I wanted to get away from home to grow up and kind of be on my own and experience, I guess college in a different way, but I, I'm glad I was able to achieve that, but there's nothing like being home and family. just always been there. Like The experience and the relationships I made out here in Seattle will last me a lifetime and I'm forever grateful for them, but I'm excited to be home and spend time with my family and just to be home. There's nothing like home for sure. <laughs> uh,
4: do you know, will you be eligible next season or are you going to have to redshirt?
3: Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not 100% sure on that as of right now. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So it doesn't matter
2: to you, though, all the other things, the poll, if, if you end up, I'm sure you'd rather not redshirt, but if you end up having a redshirt, you're good with that.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's definitely not the plan, but uh, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> I'll, I'll be home, so I, I'm excited for the future, and I just can't wait. <laughs> I'm ready, to, I'm ready to come home for sure.
4: <laughs> Do you know the quarterbacks at all that you'll uh, that are competing for BYU's job right now? Um, a little bit. I know, I know J- uh, Jared and.
3: Uh, Jacob, I played uh, with Jacob Conover and the Pontiac Bowl together, and we actually played some basketball when I was back home early in January. But uh, those are the two quarterbacks I know, and I know they got a, uh, the Romney brother competing as well. So I know spring ball is pretty intense right now for them. <laughs> so uh, I'm excited to to learn and to watch everybody, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to get into it. <laughs> Puka
1: Nakua transferring to BYU hit on a, a number of things there, Gordon. Where do you want to start?
5: Well, these cases, you know, when guys transfer, and you and I have talked about this in the past, they, they have reasons to do so, and I trust their reasons, whatever they are. you know. And you can make a judgment on what the reason is in each individual case, but he mentioned family, and uh, it doesn't really matter to me. I, I, I think if, if somebody wants to go somewhere else, it doesn't matter what school he's going from, doesn't matter what school he's going to, uh, I figure he has his reasons. And, and I'm going to, to uh, you know, go along with that not have a problem with it. I know fans who have this deep-rooting interest in what happens. They do take these things personally. and that, But I, I, I don't think they should. And that's just my opinion. I get I'm not a fan, so I, I can't – maybe I've lost touch a little bit there. But to me, it's a personal decision by an individual who who has the right to do so, and so let it be.
1: OK, Um. I. it struck me as he's looking for uh, he, he liked BYU because he said he followed him with Zach Wilson because they were going to throw the ball. Mentioned that a couple of times. I wonder if that's also true with his brother.
5: Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know,
1: because you can say why doesn't matter to you, but why still is relevant.
5: Yeah, I, I, I suppose it's relevant, but really, does it matter?
1: Of course it matters. If you, uh, you know, you lose a wide receiver that you had value in because you're not throwing the ball enough, wouldn't that cause you to take a look in the mirror?
5: I suppose, yeah. Okay, I get it from that angle. Yeah. I'm, yeah, not, I'm not that. talking
1: about it from a, he has new right, which yeah. I think is oh, yeah, what you're getting at. I'm I'm uh-huh. saying the I think the <clears throat> why matters certainly. If I'm well, if Utah, evaluating- if I'm Utah, the why certainly matters. If I'm Washington and thought that that Puka was going to be an asset to my program, it would certainly matter.
5: Yeah, but, I mean, it's his decision. So it it would matter from a standpoint of it. I think what you're getting at there is if there is some quote-unquote flaw in your program or in your approach, then that's worth further review Um, and and maybe of some consternation for fans who root for that team if they feel like, man, uh, it's going to be tough to get good receivers to this program because of such and such and such. Then, okay, go ahead and review that, but don't judge the individual involved.
1: Well, I mean, for Samson in his case, I mean, Puka can say he wants to be closer to home, but that doesn't really apply to Samson now, does it?
5: Well, I don't know. Uh, it might, uh, because, you know, when students are 40, 50 miles away from, from family, that can be difficult to deal with, especially when you're a busy student athlete at a, at a major university.
1: So as somebody who who, uh, does a remote at the warehouse on the Reg 86 East University Parkway down there in Orem,
5: uh,
1: I'm not sure I'm buying that.
5: Uh, Yeah, but it's different for you than it is for a college student, perhaps.
1: Well, in this case, it would be the family can watch him play, right? Or he could watch
5: him play. But if he wants to be in (laughs) in direct contact with his family on a regular basis, uh, being close to them would probably be beneficial.
1: I mean, haven't you had a BYU student that commuted down there?
5: Uh, I've had st- I've had students at every school in Utah.
1: No, I know, I know, but that uh, have commuted. I mean, I'm just no, saying it's not that not, far. Not, that, not, that,
5: commu- not, not commuted daily, But no. you get what
1: I'm saying. I mean, the, the excuse just doesn't hold water, in my opinion, on the family thing, and I'd be curious to know why Samson Akua would rather play at BYU than Utah. Wouldn't you be curious to
5: know? Oh yeah, sure. Whatever, curious. Yeah, find out what uh, what's going on. If I'm but Utah, should we want to know? Well, yeah, that's what I said. But if he, but if he, if he really wants to be around grandma and grandpa or mom or whoever, uh, you know, then fifty miles does make a difference.
1: I think I would suspect it's more than
5: that. But you're a suspicious person.
1: I think you suspect it too. You just I don't, like you I don't said know. at the beginning, you don't it's not important to you. Well, I think it's important to Ute fans. Probably important to Husky fans. And certainly, you know what? Probably important to BYU fans in the sense that okay. how did why okay. did these but, two but, players but, pick but, BYU? Is that because of relationships? Other, Is it the way other, they play?
5: Other than being, you know, a part of a program that maybe have some sort of hole in it, <clears> then it it you know. It doesn't really, it doesn't really, shouldn't matter to fans. Uh, you know, someone leaves. You know, who's the kafusi Confu- kid who went from BYU up to Utah? You know, Devin. Is that? It, 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 you know, so what? So he left. It's okay. Don't hold it against the kid.
1: I'm not talking about holding it against the kid. I'm talking about but why did they do. do it? Okay, but they want to know why. Because they want to know if it's a flaw in their program or or certainly I'd love to know why these quarterbacks are uh, – these transfer quarterbacks multiple in the same year are coming to Utah. What are they selling to them? What kind of opportunity are they talking about? What do they see on – I mean, what do they see that the other universities don't? I mean, these all come with things uh, following a program.
5: Yeah, of course uh, they're okay. important. Oh, that's fine. But, uh, yeah. I guess from that standpoint, if you want to look at it that way, I think but that's how most people look at sometimes it. Sometimes a kid just feels more comfortable at a place, and that, that I, that's good enough. So why would know? they
1: feel more comfortable at BYU than Washington? I have no doubt, or I would, I would not doubt them if they said that, but I certainly want to know why.
5: Uh, well, how do you how do you describe comfort? It's different for every individual, you know. They. Those guys obviously thought they wanted to be at a certain place. They went there and they probably had positive experiences, had some good experiences there. But then something arose that changed their perspective and changed their point of view. And so they, they followed that. And it might not be anybody's fault. It might just be that's what that individual wants at that time. And, and so uh, I don't think it's a big in, – in a lot of cases, I don't think it's, oh, what's the matter with Utah? Or, oh, what's the matter with Washington? Or what's the matter with BYU if one of their guys goes somewhere else? It, it, it might be just an individual decision based on what an individual feels and what their experience is. It doesn't mean, I don't think – it is weird when two, two receivers leave Utah's program in such close proximity to each other. Uh, that that does raise a flag maybe a little bit. But I think in a lot of cases, it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with the program. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with the coaches. It just means that for an individual, he wanted a change. He wanted something different. Something wasn't what he thought it was going to be, and he hopes to find that somewhere else.
1: Maybe, but that's also really relevant.
5: Uh, sometimes it's relevant. If there's a problem within the program, it's relevant. but if it's a personal decision that somebody just feels in their heart, then what how, what there's no there's no finger to point at anyone there.
1: So you're thinking all these transfers are just waking up with a tickle in their gut like I know. I need to be in provo right now.
5: I don't know. I, 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 can't, <laughs> I can't I can't I don't know the difference between I, I can't differentiate between the reasons, but that they have them. it's their decision. Let them go. And let it be.
1: you going to have check mi- checks Mix, Milk, and move to Provo.
5: I just think it... it- it, it applies in no matter what direction a player is going.
1: If Utah is losing – if their football program is losing receivers like the building's on fire, you 100% that's relevant.
5: Well, I just said that. I said that when there's two players that are leaving in close proximity <laughs> one to another, then you might wonder if something had happened or something was going on. And
1: if a guy like Puka Nakua is willing to, to leave a Pac-12 program that's uh, been a contender for the most part perennially over the last 10 years and go to BYU, an independent school, I think the reason uh, why is certainly going to be relevant. And on top of that, when that player says that I followed them last year and like the way that they play football, that's relevant. Like, what do you like like better about what BYU does than Washington? That's 100%
5: relevant. That might be in combination to the other thing he said about family. Okay, but that's what I care about. Okay. I mean, if you care about it, it's everybody okay. cares about it. <laughs> okay, but it's not that big a deal. It is
1: a big deal. Nakua <laughs> was one of the highest recruited players in Utah history. And supposedly, if he could stay healthy, he was going to be on an all Pac 12 level.
5: Yeah. All right. So well, that's relevant. Tough beans. Just the way it goes. <laughs> you might want to. So, so what you're saying essentially is satisfy my curiosity. But it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with the program. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's always nice uh, to uh, know sort of what's going on. But uh, I mean, program
1: it, and, loses its you know two of its best receivers, and the coach gets fired in the middle of the night. But you know,
5: well, like I said, when there's two <laughs> that leaves in such close proximity, how many times I got to say this, Jake?
1: I don't know, Gordon. But I do think the reasons are relevant. I do think I tuned in to Puka Dukua on DJ and PK this morning to hear about those reasons. I think a lot of people did because you know okay. it, it matters.
5: I'm not saying don't care about about the reasons, but just don't make a big deal over them. unless there is a major flaw in a program. Then I think maybe then something needs to be addressed.
1: So don't do something that draws a column from Gordon Monson.
5: Oh, there's a column coming for sure, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's a, it, it, the reaction, I think, matters. You know, f- fans should let these kids make their decisions and let it be.
6: Have you guys had the cookies and cream milk at the BYU Creamery? That's the reason. It's phenomenal. Is it really? Oh, yeah. The ranch at the BYU Creamery? Re- it's the top notch. There's no better ranch in the market. You mean ranch dressing? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the dip, yeah. Well, these are things it so good? Uh, I don't know
5: What do they do to their Dairy What do they do to their cows down there Is there something a little different See because my wife would
1: tell you that the pie has the best ranch in town So I would argue I would argue that Sampson Probably was not making this decision Over the ranch dressing I know that's a hot take <laughs> But I think his ranch Was pretty
6: good at home why, why do you care Jake Why do you care about the reasons it doesn't matter
5: It's okay to care, just as long as you don't assign some value.
6: I really want to try this ranch now. Where is it? At At the creamery? Honestly, it's really, really good. And it's good ranch? It's terrific ranch.
1: Dude, if you knew how much my wife likes ranch dressing, uh, you'd know that I would make the uh, 30 to 40 mile trek down there just for that.
6: (laughs) Every day. (laughs) <laughs> next time you're down there covering something, go to the, the creamer. You're on ninth.
1: Locke was on with Hanson Scott yesterday. Why don't we get to this clip around the corner? Because I do want to make sure uh, the big show listeners get a chance to hear Locke's um, mm, explanation of the value of today's acquisition. We will get to that coming up next. It is the big show, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone.
0: to the Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
4: (laughs) This
1: one goes out to Zach on Twitter on a Total Request Tuesday, Everybody Wants Some by Van Halen, and he adds, only because of the hamburger claymation in Better Off Dead. <laughs> Which yeah. is, the, Austin and I were just talking about this. Better Off Dead is a terrible movie. Like, it's it's really bad. I mean, it's an 80s formula movie. The acting isn't particularly good. Even- particularly good, even though I know everybody loves what's-his-name. John Cusack? John Cusack.
6: See, I disagree. I don't think it's a terrible movie. I think it's
1: a great movie. But it's it, I like it. I like the movie. The Howard Cosell part makes me laugh every time. Like, it's, it's funny. But it's not good. It is!
6: <laughs> the winner of the ski race gets the girl. It, but that's it's making fun of that whole thing. but no, it was not. during it that, is whole thing. that whole thing. No, it was mocking that no, formula. No, this isn't like the scary movie kind of. No, it wasn't a spoof. No, but I think it was openly. It's a John Hughes. He's mocking the other John Hughes movies, or he's just out John Hughes himself. <laughs> like
1: it's the pinnacle John Hughes. You know, like the the re. Let's see how many times I can get this same formula to keep making me hits, kind of thing.
6: Well, it worked. It I love it. It
1: certainly did. It certainly did work, but I don't know if I'd call it a good movie. It was filmed in this Utah.
6: This is truly a sight to behold.
1: The uh, the racing scene was filmed in Utah, if I'm not mistaken.
6: Is Snowbird?
1: I think it's Snowbird. Gordon, better off dead? Never saw it. Never saw it. Mm. Uh, well, you're not missing much. I, you can get <laughs> some nostalgia out of it now, I suppose. But you What? what? He <laughs> would like the Howard Cosell part.
6: Yeah, but I think it's a very 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 funny movie worth your time.
1: It's really the same The mo-
6: food gets off the kid's plate and runs
1: away. But it's really the same movie as the as say anything, but it's a comedy
6: instead of like a downer. That's exactly it. It's making fun of all the other John Hughes. But it's this okay. Anywho. Movie that, Zone.
1: <laughs> movie Zone Apparently Thursday. Apparently at 10 p.m. on Thursday, Saturday and brought uh, to you S- by Red Bull this week. Sunday mornings, 10. 10. <laughs> All right, Gordon, you ready for this uh, clip from Locke? Yes, I am. He was on with Hans Scotti talking about the newest acquisition for the Utah Jazz, Ursan Ilyasova.
6: Let's talk about uh, Ilyasova and uh, this potential signing. Obviously, it's not official, so we're just speculating at this point. But if the reports are, in fact, true, David, what does this mean? And what do you think a role for him would be like
3: on this team?
7: So I think there's been two things we've all kind of talked about that you, that we probably need as that if you have any gaps. One is, you know, some sort of bre- breaking case of emergency wing defender, right? Like right now, I think one of the weaknesses we have is that we have one really good wing defender. And then if there's two really good wing scorers on the other team, it's a little hard to figure out who's taking the other matchup. Um, so that's hard. The second one is. We just had no depth at the four, right? So, you know, and I I don't know what you determine, who you determine our four is. I always think of our fours as Boyan and George, but I think truthfully we're probably playing Royce at the four, but we just didn't have any depth in that. If you think of Boyan and Royce playing 48 minutes together, which is the way I kind of see it, they they don't, there's not a lot of depth, right? Had one of those guys gone down, it's probably the one spot Mia Oni's not able to go fill in for. So, this gives you a 36% career three-point shooter. Um, he actually had all sorts of injury problems, and but the last two years has been able to kind of chalk up plus 60-game seasons. Um, I think it was in 17-18 that he had a bunch of injury problems, and then both the last two years in Milwaukee, he seemed to get a bit uh, healthier. He's tough. Um, I think he brings you that. He's a pretty good rebounder, actually, for his minutes on the floor. He's always been kind of a high-end um rebounding rate guy I mean not like not elite but like he's not well, Boyan's particularly poor at it so um, you know Royce is our second leading rebounder we're a little we're a little despite the fact that we're kind of one of the top five defensive rebounding teams in league. It always feels like it's something that could do us causes a problem but, I mean this is a guy's rebounding rate has been I think about 20 percent for most of his career which is okay um, and then uh, that means that 20 percent of all defensive rebounds he grabs um, so, you know, he's 33 years old. He's had all sorts of ankle problems. I actually, Justin Zanuck was his agent at one point in time, too. So it would make sense there's a tie in there as well. Um, uh, that's my kind of diarrhea of the mouth on Ersan side. I
4: was just talking to Scotty about you know, watching uh – basketball players coming in and out with Quinn Snyder and what Quinn's doing offensively right now and watching them increase in three point production. Right now Mike Conley's shooting forty two point two percent through so far through this season, which is nearly two percent or
5: it is, yeah, nearly two percent better than any year he's had in his NBA career and I'm wondering if Arisan could come in and with the looks the way the scheme sets up um, and maybe some development I wonder if he can get better and and be more productive
7: I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold high hopes on that um, he's 33 years old I, I don't expect him to change a lot um, Royce O'Neal does get the most open shots of of anyone in the league he um, and so maybe he'll get better looks. Um, I'm a believer in the nylon calculus, like what they did in their last 753s is what they're probably going to do in their next 753s. Um, just kind of fundamentally believe that that's accurate. So um, his last 753s are all hovering right on his career average of 36%. I, I'd be surprised if there's much variation there, but maybe... Um, you know, we do get our guys good looks. I haven't looked at his shot chart in the sense of um corner threes versus others. Um I I, I mean, I'm not I could be totally wrong on this, but pending an injury I, I I'm not sure that I see him playing a lot. Oh, okay. David I, I Lock, be, right? I could I'm I mean sorry. I could be I could be off on that, but um yeah, I just think it's like I think we need two break – Glass in case of emergency players, um, and Sova would be one of them. Um, I mean, he played 15 minutes a night, I think, it was last year. 16 yeah. minutes a night on a, on a really good Milwaukee team, so he's certainly capable of playing. Um, but I don't, I don't think he's coming in and taking George's minutes. George has been really good.
1: All right, there you go, uh, David Locken. It seems like David's on a similar. Or a similar thought process that we are, Gordon. And I, I really do. I think it's it's a little more just a, an emergency signing um, it, for emergencies. I should should put it that yeah. way. I thought it was an interesting point he made that uh, really that kind of backup four is the only place Mie Oni can't step in and and. Uh, uh, you know plug things up if there was an injury so and and he said something similar that we did that George Nying has played well enough this year I don't I'm not so sure that Ilya is going to immediately step in and and play ahead of him on the roster
5: I agree on every count Jake I it's it's one more player who could be useful if needed and I don't know what Cal Quinn's going to use him I I have not nobody talked with him about this deal we didn't know it was coming so I guess we're going to find out. Uh, what about Hans's question about somebody coming to a new environment under a new coach and, uh, and uh, the prospects for increasing one's production? Do you, do you believe in that? I mean, I guess Jordan Clarkson might be an example of it, but uh, as opposed to, like Locke was saying, looking back over what they've done previously and sort of, expecting some similar result. What do, you, what do you make of that?
1: Okay, a couple a couple of things. Um, first of all, Ilya Sova's been in the league a lot longer, so there's a little bit more of that uh, he is what he is type of thing. I mean, he's, mm-hmm. his, his career arc is heading in the other direction. He's not on the upswing. He's on the downswing. And secondly, remember how when we talked uh, a few years ago when we were talking about Grayson Allen, how Donovan Mitchell skewed things for rookies in our minds we just uh, we th- uh, we see Donovan Mitchell come in and lead his team to the second round of the playoffs, and we're thinking to ourselves, <laughs> like, wow, all first-round draft picks should be able to do that. And it just wasn't a realistic standard to set for Grayson Allen. I feel like Jordan Clarkson does that a little bit when it comes to new acquisitions. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like he was a, an acquisition, now a trade, not a signing, mind you, which is a big difference, but he was a new acquisition that had an immediate impact in the win-loss column. Like, remember the switch flipped overnight. They got Jordan Clarkson on the team, and then they won. I can't remember what it was, Gordon, but they they won, like, they only lost two games in the next month or something wild. Is that what it was? was? (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll go back and look at it. But it was was that that triggered this this crazy hot streak. Like, for example, uh, we're having Sarah Todd on with us from the Deseret News. I remember this because that's when she started on the beat. And it became kind of a running joke for a month, like, well, the team hasn't lost since I started covering them, you know, like that type of thing. (laughs) And we see this new acquisition, immediate impact. And all of a sudden, I think it skews a little bit in our mind what normal acquisitions in the middle of the year, typically free agent signings, of course, actually do for a team. You know what I mean? Yeah,
5: yeah.
1: So I I get where Hans is getting at there, but I don't think Ilya Silva is giving you anything you're not expecting.
5: He just gives you a little more of that.
1: Well, if he was capable of giving you more than he's given throughout of his career, he wouldn't have gone unsigned until now.
5: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what the and, and this is something that uh, there must be an answer to. But I, I wonder you know, what it was that caused the Jazz to do that, that make that move at this point.
1: Well, I think it's exactly what we've been talking about all day. Injury insurance.
5: You know, so why why didn't they sign them earlier?
1: Uh, keep their options open, keep the roster spot yeah. out there just in case something else came down the way. You know, keeping that flexibility until you you need something for the home stretch.
5: Hmm. Okay, that'd well, be my guess. I, I don't know. Can you
1: yeah. can you think of anything else?
5: No, I can't. Um, unless they they thought someone was maybe going to come along a little stronger than they did. And they were going to wait for that opportunity to be fulfilled, and maybe they didn't—they uh, didn't exactly see what they thought they might see or potentially could see. And so now they bring in the sure shot. As I it were. I hear you,
1: but do you think do you think they were really expecting that out of Juwan Morgan or Jerrell Brantley? Maybe they were, uh, but I yeah, I don't know. I I don't know this. This feels like you just don't want to leave that role in the hands of these young and up-and-comers quite yet, and maybe maybe you can look at it as they've been a disappointment. But I don't. I think you just want a little more veteran stability there. If if the team is capable of making a run in the playoffs, which I think we all think they are.
5: But like you were talking about earlier, every once in a while there is an emerging player who surprises a little bit. Yes, and because uh, these guys are working on their games all the time, and maybe they they could have thought that someone, and maybe it's a scheduling thing from a standpoint of when that improvement is going to happen. And the Jazz look around at their 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 situation now, and they say, "Well, you know, we certainly hope that we'd have the best record in the NBA." But we, we weren't banking on that happening. And now that we see that it is happening, uh, maybe we will add this veteran presence to uh, to you know fill things out and to create an insurance, a security situation that uh, may not have uh, been in their view prior to.
1: Well, and I'm so, sure if you ask Quinn Snyder or Coach Snyder, I'm sure he wouldn't complain if Juwan Morgan beat out Ilya Sova.
5: Yeah. <laughs> the more the barrier, man. Right. I mean, if all, if
1: all of a sudden Jarrell Brantley and Jawan Morgan are beating out Ersan Ilyasova, I'm sure Coach Snyder wouldn't have second thoughts about saying, all right, you guys are in the minutes, you know? I think yeah. it's, it's more just making sure they've got a body there. Because Locke, and the point he was getting at is right, I mean, again, I'm I'm Knocking on all sorts of wood and I hate talking about this stuff, but if Royce or Bogdanovich or George would would happen to have an injury, any one of those three guys, they would need somebody to step in and, and fill yeah. that that role. And if Miaoni, who I know we both know they really like, isn't necessarily that guy, then I don't blame them for, for sure that up a little bit.
5: Yeah. Exactly. But,
1: but I think it gets back to our point that neither one of us believe that he's gonna come in and, and take all of George's minutes at the moment.
5: No, this this is that's not what this is. Not in my I opinion. I don't I don't think so either. I mean, we both could be proven wrong, but uh uh we'll see. We'll, we'll see. But they, you know why not? If you if you've got another option, how is that hurtful? Unless a guy is bad in the locker room is going to create some sort of firestorm.
1: Yep. All right, coming up next, we've got the not Sports Report. We mentioned Sarah Todd. She covers the Jazz for the Desert News. She's going to be with us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Stay tuned. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
0: Number one. thank you to all of you that continue to make the Zone Sports Network Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports station. Your home for the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about is right here. 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Oh, hey guys, Jake here for my friends at
1: Zero Res and hey, it's getting a little warmer out there, spring right around the corner and it just is a reminder that you've been tracking dirt, dust, and and allergens into your house, into your carpets all Winter long, it comes from the outside. It comes from your pets, and yes, it comes from you. Uh, get this: here's a little fun fact for you. We all shed around, uh, a ha- let's see, one and a half pounds of skin every year, which seems madness. And uh, of course, your car- carpets are the biggest filter in your home. It collects everything, and your vacuum just doesn't stand a chance. And that's where my friends at Zero Res come in. They are the only choice for me when it comes to carpet cleaning. I've been using them for years and years and years and years. They use a pat- patented cleaning system. Featuring powered water, the water has been electrolyzed. It gives ama- amazing cleaning properties, but without all the nasty side effects from soaps and shampoos. Zero res is zero residue and that residue actually attracts dirt back into your carpet. So your carpets are going to stay cleaner longer, and they have a great deal going right now for Zone listeners. Get your carpet zero-res clean for just $33 per room. Now, minimums do apply, but no maximums. Take advantage of this. Call them, 801-288-9376. That's 801
0: 288 zero Check this out. And now, you're Not Sports Report on 97.5-1280, The Zone. And the Zone Sports Network.
6: move to the country, I'm going to eat a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country, I'm going to eat me a lot of peaches.
1: Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and twelve of the Zone. Time for the Not Sports Report, brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles and inventory. Shop online dot lhmusedcars.com. Gordo, where are we going today?
5: Uh, we're not going to any place in particular, but we're going to a person who, okay, I, I, I'm not quite exactly sure how to describe this story, but uh, a, a uh, woman uh, saw an inspirational uh, saying that she decided she wanted to get uh, get, get, get it inked onto her body, okay? Uh, inspirational message, okay? Uh, so she had it tattooed on, on near her hip but the <laughs> the inspirational story what uh, motto or saying was keep going <laughs> keep going that was meant to remind her to keep going but the place it is on her body makes it look like she's encouraging people to keep, to keep going you know so her family was mortified by this and so she changed it and added the word keep going forward. <laughs> so she added forward onto the tattoo. So my question to you is, does that make it better or worse?
1: I I I, I honestly don't know. I'm not I'm not looking at this picture.
5: <laughs> okay. Well I didn't see the picture either. I just read the story.
6: Why would keep going forward make it worse? I don't know what's wrong with going forward.
5: Uh, they thought that maybe that did make it worse, but I, I, I don't know. Hmm. They thought it was suggestive.
6: How, in it's, some uh, way or another. Chester can uh, no longer choose the Noshport reports. It's not me.
5: It's not me. It's it Chester. says in this. No, it says in the story that this is what happened, and that the family was upset with it because it, they thought it was suggestive.
6: How is why is the family seeing her hip? P.S. I don't know they she showed them to her because
5: she thought it was inspirational somehow and they thought it was uh it had some meaning that was beyond what she was looking kind of like when i say things and you guys automatically think that it's somehow something other than what i intended it to be
1: but you're doing that in this case
5: i am not I'm just reading the story and this is what they said in the story that they that the family members thought it was suggestive and she didn't mean it that way. And so she changed it.
6: What was the other story? What was second place for today?
5: <laughs> that was the story.
1: Wait, I thought it wait, was... And what news outlet was this published in? Who found this to be news?
5: Oh, it was. Uh, let me see. It was the star.
1: Even the star, I think, could do better.
6: I don't know. I've never heard the Indianapolis Star. No, the Star.
1: I think it's a British tabloid. This time, uh,
6: here's here's the rule of thumb: if you get a tattoo, don't show mama. That's the rule of thumb.
5: Uh, okay. Yeah. But my my th- thinking on the whole thing is: be careful. You know, think it through completely before you get that tattoo, because yeah, you, know, you gotta you gotta take into account all perspectives and all interpretations thereof. On the hit, it, well, it, I'm not sure exactly where it was. The, yeah, all I are. know is the story. Yeah, the are. story. I've not seen the picture. The story said that it was. It was. She meant it to be inspirational, and it sounded like she was encouraging someone to keep going. All right. What else? That's what her family thought.
6: <laughs> the LHM used car supermarket deserves so much better than you this. Know,
5: I, I would I would I would throw this whole thing in the garbage except for people have demanded
6: that it continues. Not this on. story. This story? What's the matter with this story? So, I know for a fact that that recently a a person told you that their son loves the Not Sports report. And that yeah. son is what b- below 10 years old would you say? No, well, maybe. Do you feel that this is an appropriate story for he to be hearing?
5: Oh, now we're getting all moralistic on me because uh-huh. I brought up, this is something people, someone did.
6: So yes or no, is it appropriate? Yes. For him to hear what? this story? What What did I say? Did I, did I use bad language? You keep did going. I, <laughs> no, I didn't say keep
0: going. Yes, you, <laughs> you did. did.
6: You did. Oh, man. Gotcha,
0: I'm reading the story.
6: To- I'm reading the story
5: as it's reported in a reputable newspaper.
6: You didn't have a chuckle or a snicker or a, a, a giggle while well, reading it, and not really, no, Gordon.
1: And I, I even sent you a story today uh, that involved extreme measures in order to get uh, promoted at the Panda Express, which is just insanity.
3: And, <laughs> I don't know you, if that would be much better than uh, this you one.
1: picked a story about somebody's <laughs> tattoo that's interpreted wrongly by. Somebody who's not the person who got it?
5: By family members who care about the individual.
1: Enough to report it to the son <laughs> they
5: called up
6: the tab on her. <laughs> she needs a new family. Well
5: That's I what don't she think, needs. I don't think the family reported her. I think she she brought it to people's attention online, and then it grew from there.
1: I have more than one friend who has a stupid tattoo story, and never has it made it into some newspaper. Let alone (laughs) onto the Not Sports Report in Salt Lake City, which, again, just because it's printed doesn't mean that it makes it to this segment. You always say that. Well, like, don't blame me. I didn't write the story. Well, you selected the story.
5: Or you do (laughs) it (laughs) then. I'm reaching my breaking point. (laughs) You do the Not Sports Report. All right, Jake, From for the next month, you do the not sports board. See if you do better than I have. Only I mean, if can I can then I, have, I, have I freaking, the people vote I,
6: on whose is better. I,
5: I, look, I have created this through the years and turned it into an institution in this town, and you guys sit there moaning, groaning about it every day. You do it then. Keep I've go- had it up to here. It's the end. I'm tired. You do it.
1: Keep going? Keep going, Gordo. Keep going. <laughs> Forward. Keep going forward.
5: Oh, your friends who got the bad tattoo, what did they do?
1: Oh, I've got many stories. Some I, I certainly could not tell, but I, I've there's plenty of bad tattoo stories that I can tell you.
5: Like which one you can tell?
1: Uh let's No regrets. <laughs> That's funny. Um, let's see, what story can I tell?
5: Austin, you have a tat, right? I don't you did oh, what would it say
6: <laughs> remember okay. rule of thumb don't tell mama <laughs> That on the air <laughs> that one was yeah what did
5: what, what what it let's say that you may have made a mistake somewhere in your past if you had actually done that not saying
6: you yeah, did. there's a fred what flintstone did, on my calf
5: Mom ever find out about that?
6: Hmm, I might be lying, but that—do you think Greg Olstertag regrets that tattoo, Jake? <laughs> I have no clue. Probably likes it.
5: I've asked you guys this question before, but if you absolutely had to get a tat, had to. I went to—I went on vacation once, and uh, I uh, was at this resort, and I couldn't um. believe—you know, obviously at at a beach resort, people are. Wearing clothes that they or ordin- wouldn't wear on the street, because uh, they're at the beach, and so they reveal much more of uh, what they're presenting. And I, I, I was there were so many tattoos that I, I just thought, man, I, does everybody have a tattoo these days? Uh, darn near everybody. I mean, it didn't matter what age it was, whether they were in their twenties or in their nineties. People, a bunch of people had them. And I, th- I didn't. I realized that they were a popular thing in our day and age, but I didn't realize it was that popular.
6: Were you going to ask us a question here? Yeah,
5: yeah, if you had to get a tattoo, you had to. Uh, what would you get?
6: I, I'll tell you what I would get. Like oh. that? That's what I'm getting.
1: <laughs> like I'd, that? I'd get an anchor on my bicep. I don't like to go with anything cliche, so I think I would go with that.
5: Oh, that's that's not cliche. Popeye.
1: Yeah, that I think I that the was the joke the, went that, right over you there, I think
6: that. was the joke.
5: Oh, I didn't, I didn't get it. Went it over you it. like that, like that. <laughs> oh, I'd get the number two.
6: Two.
0: Oh
1: man! All right, Sarah Todd is going <laughs> to join the show coming up next. Uh,
5: you we'll do it. We'll talk From some now jazz, on, basketball, it. straight you, Not, you, Jake Scott, you. Ninety-seven-five
1: and twelve eighty of the zone.